travel, uh, but with journeys and new things beginning. I like to be settled in so that I enjoy where I'm at and celebrate uh, where I'm at. And journeys can be partly frightening uh, as well as tiresome with all the preparations. On the other hand, without the journeys, there wouldn't be the new experiences which in turn leads us to greater appreciation of life and even we find the greater joys here we are, you and I together. We begin another event. But sometimes because we remain in the same place, physically and spiritually, Lent no longer seems like a journey. There no longer seems to be that process of growing in holiness. Our passion I know I can speak many times for myself, for discovering the God who loves us and who is the object of our love, it wanes. And our zeal and our passion for God becomes tepid and lukewarm. Sometimes it seems like uh, the promises of our baptismal vows that we had expressed some as adults, some on behalf uh, through your godparents as children. They seem so far and so distant. In the heart of our hearts, we want something from those baptismal vows to touch us. We want to hear and be changed. In Lent, Holy Mother Church presents to us a season, a period of dedicated renewal, dedicated revival. We endeavor in this season of Lent to shrine our past. Yesterday was Shrove Tuesday, from the word shrine, where we acknowledge and we confess our sins, our shortcomings, our defects of character, and we cast them off. Cast them off in order for us to feel and experience forgiveness and absolution, love and acceptance. By entering more fully into life and by keeping its spiritual disciplines, by observing our special devotions, we ultimately aim to remember why God made us. So then, why did God make you? The answer to that question you will hear repeated quite often, as long as Father allows me to keep preaching. <laughs> I use it at the close of almost every sermon. It's not my idea. If you're interested in finding out where it came from, comes from the Baltimore Catechism. Question number six. Why did God make you? God made you to know Him, to love Him, to serve Him, to be happy with Him in this life, and to live with Him in that life that has no end. Number one. 
know him. God was not lonely. You were not created because the Holy Trinity was in isolation. You were made to know him and testify to his glory. To experience and know his nature. His nature of love. And his love was so great that the Holy Trinity could not confine it to themselves. It had to be shared. Number two, to love him. God is the only person in the entire universe whose self-esteem you cannot ruin. <laughs> you cannot ruin his self-esteem by keeping a poor light, by not loving him. He neither sleeps nor slumbers. And if he did, he would not go to bed and say, why is it that Richard did not say his prayers today? Or was lax in his attention? God continues loving and because he loves, we love. Remember those of you who were here, I the story about Father Albert. Father Albert used to talk about um, when two people first meet and they see each other. Think about it. You know, a person you fell in love with. The man or that woman, you were googly-eyed over them. You wanted to spend your whole life with them. You wanted to, I don't even work early to go see him. I'm going to cook a nice dinner. I don't cook. I'll cook, take you out for a nice dinner. I just want to see you. God is booby-eyed over us. He loves us beyond measure. Beyond what we can know or understand. It is that love which evinces love out of us. To serve Him. We serve Him because service is the direct and divine consequence of the knowledge and love of God. Just like the Holy Trinity provided the service of creating us, so we too, with the knowledge and love, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We reach out to others in service, testifying again to His glory, but doing it now through our acts of charity and stewardship. To be happy with Him in this life, there is the thing all of us desire, happiness. So often, to be happy with him, with him in this life might be tantamount to God making a significant deposit in a Swiss bank account to our name. <laughs> that might bring joy and happiness. But not so. Happiness comes from knowing that there is one person in the universe. 
about seven years, if you would have known me seven years ago. I already had my countdown to retirement to the Chicago Police Department. 2,555 days, you know, six hours, seven minutes, and 33 seconds. And when I get out, then I will be happy. But that whole time, my happiness could be celebrated and reached and touched by me changing our, my disposition, by us changing our own disposition. Before I conclude about talking about the fifth part, speaking about living with God and that life which will never end, I want to propose to you some ideas of how that you can come to know God, love God, serve God, be happy with God in this life. And to increase those charisms, if you will, in your own life. To know Him. Pray. You will encounter Him very specifically in prayer. Sometimes saying the divine office morning and evening prayer may be difficult. Um, I will be happy, anyone who wants to do that, I'll be happy to show and work and you can say that home. But we have busy lives. I'm not trying to shortchange you by any means to say the prayers of the church. But if you can't do that, pray. And here's something very simple to do. Take your bulletin home with you. On Monday, pray the college. On Tuesday, pray the Old Testament lessons. On Wednesday, pray the Psalm. On Thursday, pray the New Testament lesson. On Friday, Pray the gospel. On Saturday, simply give God thanks that you made it through the week. You will come to know Him. He will show Himself to you in those words. Something that simple. Love Him. Remember when I said that you're googly-eyed when you first fall in love with someone? <coughs> Tell God, plain simply, God, I love you above all things. Reflect on that love. Be deliberate in that love. So many times as a police officer in the internet as a priest, oh, come to our, our house, officer, father, things aren't going well there. In the end, you end up finding out that the people stop saying to one another, I love you. There's a lot more to it than that. But there is that aspect. Tell God that you love Serve Him. Plenty of opportunities, wherever we go, wherever we live, here in our own community, that we think in terms of services, reaching out, volunteering at the day school, at Randy's hands, and some other particular um, Volunteer service that is near and dear to your heart. Well, do something even simpler than that. If you get to the stop sign at the same time as somebody else, wake them through. At the grocery store, let someone go ahead of you in line. Look at those little aspects of service that you can do every day, and as you do it, say to the God you love. I offer this.
service to you for the great service that you have given me. Find happiness within in this world. That can be a very difficult thing. We're overwhelmed by so much. I mean, I know uh, uh, I'll mention the Father every day or other people. Oh, moving, packing, closing, new house. Oh, this is a happy situation. It is a happy situation. It's a very happy situation. Look at it from that end. Try to see the happiness and the joy that God gives and imparts upon us every day. Now we speak about the last part of why God made you. This is the ultimate answer. This is the ultimate reason why God made you and me. He made us so that we can live with Him in that world that has no end. He has made us for Himself. The end of the journey of Lent is Easter. You and I will have our own Easter day. There will be that day when we are raised up from the tomb. And in body and soul we will see our God as He is. The joys of Easter are intended and meant for us to experience now. Eternal life begins now. And our Lenten observances are designed to renew our hearts and renew our minds so that we find our ways not back to Him, but that we find He had never left us. My brothers and sisters in Christ, let us then remember the journey of Lent it's God's call for us to know Him, to love Him, to serve Him, to be happy with Him in this world, and to live with Him in that world.